Thanks for joining us for this podcast. We hope that it inspires you to follow Jesus. You can find out more about the life and ministry of City Lights Church and how you can connect with us at city-lights.church. Well, today we're launching our Christmas series, and our Christmas series is called, O Come, Let Us Adore Him. And if you've read the early stories of when Jesus arrives to earth as a baby, do you know what the first response of people that encounter him is? Worship. People begin to worship. And so this Christmas series is about worship. And this morning, we've got two amazing people that you know in the life of City Lights who are going to tag team preach, and then we're going to spend some time worshiping together. And they are Naomi and Twinkie. Why don't you give them a hand? And can I just say two things? One is um, we are really blessed to have Naomi and Twinkie Twinkie in our church. Uh, they They serve their hearts out. But do you know what? They carry a heart of worship. I have the opportunity to, to talk with them regularly, and worship is not just something they do. Worship is something that is in their heart. And so I want to encourage us that as they come and speak, that we should say, hey, I want to capture some of their heart of passion and devotion for Jesus. So why don't you welcome Naomi as she comes to share. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you just say hi again to the person next to you while I get myself set up here? Let me ask them what they had for breakfast. <laughs> so good. Well, as Pastor Andrew just said, this series is about worship. And if you've been to City Lights before, then you know that that's what I do. And it's my privilege to co-lead the worship team here and to lead you guys in worship every week. Um, And this is, like Andrew just said, it's not just a theme for me. This is like my greatest passion, right? Like this is like my heart's cry. And I remember when I was 15 years old, I was at a big Christian conference in Melbourne called Planet Shakers. And there was this moment at the end of a message. And I was that kid that like, if there was an altar call, I was going to go. I didn't really care what it was. As long as it wasn't like male specific and I wasn't allowed, it was like, I was going to be down the front. And so I ran down the front. I don't even remember what that specific altar call was, but they did a second one where they said, if you believe that you're called to be a worship leader or a worshiper, then put your hand up. We want to pray for you. And my hand just shot straight up. And it was almost like I didn't tell it to do that. And I remember standing there and being like, Like, how did my hand get up like that? And it was in that moment I had such clarity about what I was called to do and about what I was born for, that I was born for worship. And each and every one of us are made for worship. That's what you were designed for. You might think uh, sometimes to yourself, why are those people up the front constantly telling me to sing? Why are they always telling me to put your hands up? Come on, put your hands up and sing. Why are they telling me to do that all the time? And this message today is to show you that worship is something that you're called for. It's something that you're called for now, but it's also your eternal destiny. And in this series, we're going to hear that all of life is worship and that worship is uh, expressed in many forms. But today, specifically, we're going to talk about worship uh, expression as a community, worship expression, what your part is to play as in worship as a community, as a, as a corporate expression like we do every Sunday. 
So there are two important things that each of us were made for. One is worship and the other is community. We were made to worship and we were made for community. Not only were we made for community, we were made by community for community. Think about this for a second. The Godhead three in one, Father, Son, Spirit, creating us. They're seamlessly communing together, creating us to then commune with each other, but also to commune with Him. If you can wrap your head around that. We're created for community by community. And you know, you can feel it when there's a tangible unity in the room when everyone's gathered for one purpose. Maybe you've experienced this in the church, but maybe you've experienced this outside the church. For me, I'm a creative, I'm a musician. I love, I love a good concert every now and again. And um, you can feel that at a concert. Like there's an excitement in the room. You know when you walk into an atmosphere and it's like electric, there's like this buzz and everyone's like waiting for something exciting to happen. And to a degree, there is a level of community there because you're all there for the same reason. Right? You've all gathered to see that artist, to have a good time, to be entertained. And there's even like a level of freedom to express yourself. I don't know if you notice this, people dress really differently at concerts. Like, what is that? You can be yourself at all times, not just at, at concerts. There's this like strange level of freedom that people take in those atmospheres. Or maybe you're not a concert goer, maybe you're more of a sports person. And it's the same at like a footy match, right? That there's this buzz. Everyone's there for the same reason. You might be there supporting different teams, but you are there to see your team win, to have a good time and to be entertained. And people act kind of crazy. I'm not a sports person, so I see the way that people behave at a football match and it confuses me, but <laughs> there's this like craziness that happens and it's just kind of excused because like, oh, they're at the footy, it doesn't matter. They're just excited. And everyone's there for the same reason. And when someone scores, you're sitting in your seat and you know there's like this like eruption of sound when something good happens in a sporting match and everyone like rises to their feet and they're yelling and they're screaming and their hands are up in the air and they're, they're just excited. And, and these environments can be really fun and they're, they're, they can be really good atmospheres to be a part of. But it is a temporary community because the only thing really like bonding you guys together is that you were there to see that match or you were there to see that artist. It's not... You walk out of that place and the thing that holding it together was that game or that person. And what we're talking about when we talk about corporate worship or worship as a community is we are gathering for something that is so much more important and requires a little bit more from us. It's not a passive, not a passive thing that we can just sit and watch pass us by. But there is something incredibly different about a community that is gathered for one reason that has Jesus at the center. And I think that the Christmas story really shows us why that is. In Luke's gospel, we hear about um, Mary being told that she's going to give birth to the Son of God. And the angel Gabriel says this to her. It's in Luke chapter one, it's going to come up on the screen. It says, He came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. See, there's something different about gathering in community when Jesus is at the center because his kingdom doesn't have an end. It's not temporary. 
We don't gather to worship for a temporary victory or a temporary goodness or a temporary God or to just be entertained or a temporary goodness. We gather and worship. We are living for something so much bigger than that. We're living in a kingdom that has no end. There's this like eternal perspective to what we're doing. It's not just in the now and what we're doing together. And, and Mary goes on to sing this beautiful song of praise um, just a few verses down and says this, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Holy is his name. And this phrase is repeated elsewhere when when John is having this vision of heaven, this vision of the throne room. And he describes this song that's echoing in heaven saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And do you know this is the song that we join with? The song that's echoing in heaven is the song that we get to join with as a community. This chorus sung in heaven to an eternal God that we in, in this time right here, right now, get to join with. That's pretty incredible. And I don't know what your personal experience is with worship. Maybe, maybe it's something that you've done before or maybe it's something that um, you thought was a solo activity or maybe you're not a singer or a musician so you're like, nah, worship's not for me. I'll leave that up to the people that can, that can sing. But... I want to invite you this morning to just change the way that you think about worship, to change your perspective. Because worship is not just a right now reality. It's actually our eternal destiny. We were made for worship and we were made for community. You were made and designed to give God glory. That's why you can sing. That's why you've got breath in your lungs. That's why you can make music with your hands and raise your hands and give Him glory and honour. We were designed to do that. Just imagine for a second if we took on the perspective that we are joining with heaven's song. That it's not just about singing some songs at the start of a service or or something that we just pass by on a Sunday morning, but we're actually joining in something so much bigger than we could even imagine. And that every single one of us has a part to play in that. And that we as a community are joining the community of heaven to bring God glory. I just want to encourage you this morning to shift your perspective to that lens, to that focus and to set your gaze on a heavenly, eternal perspective this morning. When we worship as a community, you have a part to play. You have a part to play. What a privilege. What a privilege to join in that song. And we're going to take a moment just right now, just 30 seconds to just ask the Holy Spirit what He wants to speak to you about worshiping community this morning. You can ask Him, Holy Spirit, what's my part to play? Holy Spirit, where do I need to change my perspective on what worship is today? Just take 30 seconds to do that.
Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you so much, Naomi, for that precious moment that we had with the Holy Spirit. And just a reminder that our corporate worship, it's, it's our eternal destiny, that we are made for worship. We are made from community, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, calling us into worship. This morning, I want to delve in just a little bit deeper concerning the how and the why of corporate worship. The invitation to, oh, come, let us adore him, requires us to step out of our comfort, to step out of our timidity or our preference, and to step into our natural response of expressive and responsive corporate worship. Let me just highlight this morning that this invitation is a community response, not an individual response. Let me say that again. This invitation is a community response, a corporate response, not just an individual response. Now, I know what you may be thinking this morning, expression, what? You mean like expression, this person sitting right next to me is more expressive than I am. Don't you know where I'm from? I'm not from that place where people express themselves too much. I'm not from that country where people move themselves too much. But let me encourage you this morning. That the biblical culture of worship might be surprising, but it's not American. It's not Canadian. It's not Australian. It's not European, African. It is not Caribbean. The biblical culture of worship is God-ordained. God has called us as his people to worship. He has made us to worship. It is our eternal destiny. We read from various scriptures in the Bible where we get to see people's different responses where they get into contact with Jesus. But this morning I want to zero in or I want to give much more attention to the interaction between Elizabeth and Mary's communication with each other. When, when they get to meet with Jesus, I believe that it will encourage us to even grow in our response to worship. Yeah? Alrighty, let's go into Luke chapter 1, verse 39 to 45. And this is what it says. It will show up on the screen. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Such a beautiful scripture. This morning, as we, as we just read, we see that John the Baptist, John, showed his joy in Christ through movement as his response. John's natural response was to leap. Now, leaping is not the only movement that we can do. We can clap, we can dance, we can bow. There is other movements, but John the Baptist leaped in Elizabeth's womb. When he experienced Jesus. Now personally, 
for those of you who know me, or probably you probably figured that out because I've been moving so much. I love dancing. I love expressing myself in movement. Yes. Every and anywhere can be a dance floor for me. Oh my gosh, it is shocking. Even the, igni the ignition, like the sound that when your swipers go, I mean, I have a whole choreography in my mind. When that is going, I mean, I can move. I, I love dancing. I love moving. It, it's, I mean, I, I usually say it's in my blood. And you're probably sitting there saying, of course you love it because you're from the Caribbean. That's what Caribbean people do. They move. But church, yes, I'm from the Caribbean. And yes, some cultures may cultivate movement more than other cultures. But let me fill you in on a secret. The biblical nature of worship is not char characterized or categorized by age. It's not categorized by ethnicity, by family background, by gender. The word of God says in Psalms 34, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us. Exalt his name together. The biblical nature or culture of worship is community. It's when we can do this corporately as a body. And when we can worship and praise God together, there is something amazing that happens in our midst. We see that John lit, even in the womb. And can we say that as the child did not have a mouth to speak, that his whole body became the tongue to which he expressed his joy unto God? What is holding us back this morning from responding in God's wonder through movement? Is fear holding us back? Is preference holding us back? Is comfort holding us back? Is timidity holding us back? This morning there is an invitation for us to respond corporately in worship. As we continue reading the scripture, we also see that Elizabeth showed her joy by giving a loud shout as a response to Jesus. Elizabeth's natural response was to exclaim loudly, Church, there is power and victory in a shout. Elizabeth's joy was so overpowering that she could not stay quiet. She had to shout there was that shout of worship that had to come out of her. My question for us this morning, what areas do we have to claim a shout of victory this morning? At City Lights, we have this mission where to follow Jesus for the renewal of our city. But proclaiming renewal comes first of all with us walking in the victory of Jesus Christ. When we sing songs like, I'm going to see a victory. Or when we sing words like, you have no rival. What do we do? We're singing this from a response of what Jesus Christ has done for us. When we shout and when we exclaim, it is not about entertainment. It's about encounter. It's how we encounter the Holy Spirit. The word of God says, that Aaron, when he was anointed, the oil ran down from his head down to his beard, all right down to the edge of his robe. You know, this gives a beautiful picture that when we corporately worship, exclaim with a loud voice, the whole body is covered with the anointing. 
No part of the body is left out because we all are shouting and we're all in this together. Lastly, as we look about Mary, oh, so beautiful. What is Mary's response? What does the Bible tell us in the book of Luke? And we will read it in Luke 1, 46 to 55, and Naomi mentioned uh, the scripture as well. But it's a beautiful song of Mary. I'm not going to sing it, but I'm just going to read it there. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Church, we witnessed that Mary worshipped in song as a response to Jesus. Mary's natural response was to sing. Mary's perspective on life it was so shaped by God's mercy that when she hears of the news of the child that she will bear, her heart lips in song about God's faithfulness. Church, Mary's mouth spoke of what? Mary's mouth spoke of what her heart was full of. What is our heart full of this morning? Let me encourage you, whether it's filled with gratitude or whether it's filled with hurt and disappointment. Like Mary, there is a song of praise that God is calling us to sing corporately. There is a song of rejoicing that God is calling us to sing corporately. Because when we come together corporately as a church, when we exclaim, when we sing, when we move corporately, the Holy Spirit comes and fills the space among us and lives changed situations are turned there is healing in the place why because we are made to worship it is our eternal destiny as i call the band up naomi and i have been speaking about the what and the how of corporate worship the invitation to come let us adore him calls us to respond When we are asked to lift our hands or to clap and to dance and to sing, it is not just because it is a line that they have given us to say. It is because it's a response to Jesus. And the Bible encourages us to do that corporately. I'm encouraged by Luke 1. Because we can see even in the scripture the invitation to respond in worship and encounter Jesus Christ. We see that as John leaped for joy, that it invited Elizabeth to shout, which invited Mary to sing. As we stand this morning, as we all stand this morning, and we ready ourselves for and to worship, let me encourage us to make space to invite others to worship Jesus Christ together. Through movement, through shouting, through singing, this is our eternal destiny.
we are called to worship. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this message. We hope that it has inspired you to follow Jesus. You can find out more about City Lights Church at city-lights.church.